this is just your weekly reminder that we post every Wednesday at 5 p.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for the full visuals. Go follow us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Nothing But Controversy. Uh, on Twitter, it's at NB Controversy. Uh, go to nothingbutcontroversy.com slash shop to buy some beautiful Nothing But Controversy merch like this shirt. And uh, like Dawson's hat. I mean, you can't really buy that hat yet, but that's a little preview of what our next drop might be. So, uh, so ooh, ooh, oh. look at that. Look at that. Oh, the Dawson on the side, too. Just absolutely unbelievable. And with that being said, let's go to the intro song, episode 35 now. This is nothing but controversy. Four guys on a podcast, and we're talking about sports. Four guys on a podcast, and we're talking about sports. Nothing but controversy with Matt Dawson, Cam, and Shane. Well, what's up, guys, and welcome to episode 35 of the Nothing But Controversy podcast. It was a little quick this time. We are officially 30 days. We are less than a month. One month, baby. We're literally a month. One freaking month. Away from the start Already. of 2021 NFL regular season. Like, that's just me. Preseason starts this week, baby. Other than the Hall of Fame. Other than the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, the fake uh, season started last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, uh, listen, we're gonna go over our schedule. Uh, we're gonna go with this week in sports, a little question of the week, our bold prediction of the week. Then we're gonna go into this pisses me off. Then we're gonna go into think fast, hosted by me, trivia hosted by Dawson. So a little switcheroo from last week. Uh, and then we're gonna go into our top five, uh, a, another childhood one. So uh, we're bringing that back to memories again. And then we end off, of course, with our lock of the week in terms of betting. And let me just tell you, am I excited to talk football, man? Like, I, like the football season's coming up. I'm like, this podcast is about to blow up. Like, I, I'm just so excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's hop into uh, this week in sports. So first thing I'm gonna bring up the Olympics uh, they ended this week and uh, Andre Degrasse, our boy from Canada, he won the 200 meter and won the gold. So uh, that's my shout out of the week this week in sports. Andre Degrasse, congratulations! You lifted Canada onto your shoulders. So that was pretty electric. He also won the bronze in the 100 meter and the bronze in the four by 100 meter. So uh, that's pretty absolutely cool. carried Canada in the four by 100 too in the semis oh, and yeah. the finals. Oh yeah carried yeah he's on real that's for sure i don't know if you have anything else to say about the olympics but uh i i thought it's uh, like the olympics were just nothing for me honestly I, it was it was not the it was not the most interested i've ever been in the olympics not even close but i guess i'm no for me yeah like we spoke about it considering how little hype there was around it at the beginning i really got into it like this year i watched everything i watched it with my parents every night no, it was a lot of fun. And, like, the pool and the track are always going to get me excited. Speaking of the pool. <laughs> speaking of the pool. Penny Alexiak, Shane's wife, responded to us on Instagram last week, posting a very similar clip to this. So, 
Penny, odds are you'll be seeing this on Instagram very soon. We'll be expecting your comment, and we'll be expecting you on the show very soon, Miss Penny Alexiak, Canada's most decorated Olympian of all time. <laughs> and officially most liked commenter in nothing but controversy history. True. <laughs> so if someone wants Not to go close. for a record, go ahead. But uh, uh, It's well-deserved. That's all I got to say. Well-deserved. Yeah. Well-deserved. Yeah. Although the only issue I see facing this is I'm almost certain She's a good four or five inches taller than Shane. It's fine, bro. She could dunk on me, and I would say it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine with it. But, yeah. Uh, Penny, we'll see you in in three years in Paris, 2024. I'll be there. Yes, sir. Shane will be there. The NBC boys will be there. Shane will be in the pool. Um, (laughs) Yeah. See you there. Yeah. All right. That does it for the Olympics for me. And I have one more thing. Perhaps the biggest news in soccer history. Besides, I mean, when Ronaldo went left Real Madrid, it's like the same thing. Lionel Messi. Finally, after I think it was 17, 16 or 17 years at Barcelona, finally leaves and uh, joins Paris Saint-Germain. Like, are you kidding me? First of all, Paris already, with the, te- with, with the team that they like built this offseason, was already probably favored to win the Champions League and now adding the second best player in the it, the NFL of all time. the NFL of all time I'd say I mean I'm, Ronaldo's my guy you guys know that but arguably the best player ever adding him to your team is uh kind of ridiculous now they're going to see uh Messi and Mbappe and Neymar up front I mean that's got to be that's got to be the most like lethal three the, I've, uh, ever like it's not even close I don't think either that's like end of the season FIFA ultimate team shit where all the I was I was just about to say that dude when all the cards are cheap and shit, it's like, what the fuck? It's actually fuck. Put things into perspective. This is like, this is like if the NFL allowed three quarterbacks and you had Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Joe Montana <clears throat> on the same team at once. Like, it's 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 gonna be crazy. I don't know how you're gonna stop that. It's ridiculous. I mean, everyone's gonna be cheering against them. I think it's like the new super team, but uh, but I, I'd like to see anyone try to stop that. Um. That's but, hey, good on Messi for leaving. Apparently, uh, like apparently it was like with what happened last year with everything. Like like Barcelona's management is just a fucking shit show. It's a fucking dumpster yeah. fire right now. And apparently, I mean, this could be cap. But he said in his in his uh, exit interview, he's like, I offered to reduce my wages by fifty yeah. percent. They still said no. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, one more thing to add here, quick. Um, he. Barcelona has their own sports uh, like TV station or whatever in Spain, or I don't know if it's like exclusive to members who pay subscriptions or whatever, but they played uh, like a thing for all his goals and it was five and a half hours long. Yeah. Like it was scheduled from like 11 p.m. <laughs> until 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. That's crazy. Five and a half hours. Just some straight clips of his goals. No, it's like, like Ronaldo and Messi, I think they both, have, I, I don't think Messi hit 700 yet, but like, with the amount of goals that Messi has, like, you'd have to have scored 40 goals a year for 15 straight years. I think I saw the stat to even come close. It's like 650 or something. Like, mm-hmm. imagine. Like, and these guys aren't even done. Like, these guys are still scoring, scoring 20, 30, 40 goals a year. Like, kudos to him for being a great player, but kudos to anyone who sat through that. Because uh, that, that's oh, painfully yeah. long. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I don't know, but like you'd be surprised if they had one on for Ronaldo. I would sit my ass down. I'd watch it through and through, and I would enjoy every second of it. Like it's, 
it's ridiculous. Uh, You're a better fan game. than me. Good on you. Yeah. yeah. Like, fair, enough, fair enough. Bro, they can drop, they can find six hours of Cam Newton highlights, and I guarantee you, I would not be sitting there watching six hours of Cam Newton highlights. <laughs> it's different, I think, though. Why? I mean, it's goals. It's like uh, a Cam Newton highlight could be a pat, like a throw. Yeah, I think Cam Newton's highlights might be a little bit more exciting in my eyes than watching Ronaldo score the same goal 700 times. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not. Like, you're wrong, but he's not scoring the same goal, but it's whatever. Let's just move on because he's being a dick now, so move on. <laughs> what? what? Hostility here. Oh, who's next? Nah. All he's saying is that it's more exciting for him to watch football than soccer. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very quickly, UFC 265, Derek Lewis lost. That's all I got to say. That was – it was an underwhelming card, I think. I don't know. I, I wasn't blown away by anything on it. Um, I don't know if Cam, I know you were excited to watch it, but yeah, man, I had high hopes for it, Derek Lewis. But listen, credit to Ciro Gan. He he had a good plan. He finished the fight early, so good for him. But Derek Lewis, man, he talked a lot of shit, so that's why I was excited. He was like, "Fuck," because a, a French reporter asked him, like, "How is it gonna feel if you lose in front of your fans?" And he's like. You're gonna have to pardon my French, but fuck you and fuck him. And so I was like, "All right, this, this guy's on a mission. He wants to fight in Ganu again." And like, he just he talked a way bigger talk than his walk because uh, yeah. I was honestly, he's probably embarrassed right now. Whatever, might be might be uh, nearing the end of his road. Yeah, but yeah, slow week for sports. All I have is we saw the NFL. I couldn't tell you what happened in that game. I don't even know who won. For sure, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh maybe won. Um, did not watch a second of that game, but it was the Hall of Fame game. Shout out to our Hall of Famers. Shout out to the two Colts on the list, Peyton Manning, Edron James. Shout out to Calvin Johnson. I loved watching you play too. I don't know who else was there. Uh, Troy Polamalu. Oh, yeah. It was, no, it was a good class. It was a sick class. It was a great Troy class. Troy Polamalu. Didn't, didn't they induct the last two at the same time? Oh, did they? I think, they did. I they, think did? they did 2020 and 21. Uh, Either way, though, we're, we're starting to get into the years now where we're going to know, we know a lot yeah. of guys were in the class, yeah. which I don't know. I find that more fun. I mean, I respect the old guys, obviously. Um, like like we didn't some, watch them play. Yeah, exactly. Like, to see Peyton give that speech and stuff, that was really cool. I don't know. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Also, this absolutely killed me. Someone edited Peyton Manning's bust. Oh, oh yeah. Like that. <laughs> With the huge-ass forehead. Oh. It fucking <laughs> killed me. Oh, but, yeah, no. Shout out to the class of 2021, the class of 2020. Good on you, boys. That's all I got for this week. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything this week, to be honest. I was just going to bring up, obviously, Messi as well. And uh, I don't want to go back on the Olympics too much, but I do want to mention that the, the guy who ran the decathlon. Or, oh, yeah. Was it oh, yeah. Damian Moore. Destroyed. Destroyed. I think set, like, a bunch of records and stuff. Yeah. So, good on him. That's a notable Olympic uh, Canadian performance. Huge. Just wanna just wanted to bring that by the boys. And was the flag bearer. I was gonna yeah, say that's true. He was so. the flag bearer, yeah. 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 So women's soccer. Oh, hmm? well, oh yeah. Oh women's soccer. soccer. Yeah, of course. Oh Canada, Another. baby. Oh yeah. Oh Canada. Oh, the women Olympics. went crazy for Canada in these Olympics. Yeah. Oh yeah. I the women I went crazy. crazy. I think men won like maybe six medals. Crazy. Shout out to the women. Yeah. Love y'all. Damn me. What you got, baby? Uh, 
I'm surprised no one brought this up yet, but CFL week one. CFL. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I have two things here. One extremely boring game was the last game of the, the weekend or the week. Edmonton played Ottawa. Oh, Edmonton moved the ball. And listen, Darrell Walker, great receiver, maybe the best receiver in the CFL right now. We could argue about that. But anyways, he he was okay, but he wasn't great. Trevor Harris threw three picks. Terrible. Uh, Listen, they were about to score. He couldn't do anything. Threw a pick six. And then they almost scored. He had a great drive with a minute to go. And then their fullback got tackled at the one-yard line. That was pretty embarrassing. But anyways, they lost. Edmonton gets a huge upset. I mean, Ottawa gets a huge upset in week one. And there's another game that I wanted to talk about. BC played uh, Saskatchewan. Potentially the next great Canadian quarterback. Yes, I was about to say. Nathan Rourke. He was at Ohio. His little brother's there right now. I don't know if he's going to start this year. but He's in a QB battle right now at Ohio. Yeah, so – Good good family bloodline there. But he came in. He was 10 of 18, threw for 194, a couple touchdowns. Did throw a couple of picks, but I think he impressed a lot of people. Obviously, they yeah. have Mike Riley, so we'll see where that goes. But good for him. BC lost, but it's going to be I'm surprised good they took him out, though. Bro, yeah. like, if you're coming in for Mike Riley, you got to show up, though. Yeah. Like, Mike Riley's the highest paid ever in CFL history. Yeah, like, yeah, probably want to yeah. like. No, he is. He is. <laughs> yeah. Coming in, and it's deservedly so. Obviously, like mm-hmm. you're coming in, you gotta perform. So good for him for performing, but man, that pressure that he must have felt was yeah. probably crazy. Well, I mean, just the pressure alone of being like, I don't know when the last time we saw a Canadian QB actually come in and ball. I think yeah, but yeah. Well, crazy. also in front of a sold out crowd at Mosaic, yeah. like. That's a beautiful yeah. stadium. For and the first time in, like, three years. Crazy. Dude, I didn't even realize they were having full capacity uh, sporting events out there. Oh, it's man. Crazy. Western Canada Nothing does jazz. not care about Yeah, anything. no jazz. And we have a fucking passport coming. I'll talk to that. All right. Is that all oh, you got, Kimmy? Yeah, I'm good. All, all I got to say is, man, in free agency – in baseball, this is what we expected to get. Springer Dinger is full is in full effect, oh. boys. Bro, oh, he is going off. Bro, this guy hit like four home runs last week. Yeah, back to back AL player of the, the week My for him. So this is what we needed. Right this is what we got, boys. Back to back leadoff dingers <clears throat> too. Yeah. Ridiculous. Can't say you? that word again because uh that was a that was a hot topic yesterday. Oh my god, day. yeah. Yeah. The Colorado Rockies mascot? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Are we outie? Are we on to the next segment? Oh, All right, well, let's move on then. Let's go to our question of the week. So this week we had... Uh, a big fight in the group chat about what our <laughs> what our question of the week was going to be. We changed it about five trick. times. That took it personal. Yeah. So uh, the question we 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 uh, compromised on was: if you could take any player off of any team in the NFL and bring them to yours, who would it be? 
It cannot be a quarterback, and it cannot be a player a part of the Madden 99 club. Honestly, I'm excited for your answers. Okay. So when I look at the Saints, I look at needs. Okay. Right now, quarterback is a need, but I cannot say quarterback. So our next biggest need, I have two answers, one for defense, one for offense. Our next biggest need would be a corner. So in that case, I will take the next best corner, in my opinion, in the NFL, next best DB, you can put him anywhere, really. And that's Xavier Howard. Honestly, that might be the most realistic one because he's like – He actually might even get traded. To yeah, the exactly. uh, there's a bunch of rumors, so I'll take it. I mean, him and Marshawn Lattimore would probably end, like just become the best corner duo in the league like right away, right off the bat. So that's crazy. Uh, that'd be <laughs> nice. Uh, having a shutdown because uh, our, our defensive line is disgusting already. Our, our linebackers are pretty good. Uh, and on offense, I think the biggest need right now besides like, I, I don't know, like I, I was deciding between receiver and tight end. So I decided to go with tight end because Michael Thomas still when he, I mean, if he's healthy is a top six, five, top five receiver. So I'm going Darren Waller. It's like, uh, I like Kittle, but uh, I don't know. I feel like Waller's on the up and up. He might end up, Passing Kittle for the second best tight end in the league. I, I mean, I can't pick Kelsey because he's part of the 99 club. I can't pick Ramsey because he's a part of the 99 club. Or else I would be picking those two guys. But Darren, I'm, I'm a big fan of Darren Waller. I'm a huge fan of Darren Waller. And I think he, he doesn't get the, re- the respect he deserves coming out of uh, Vegas just because he, he plays for the Raiders and no one really cares about the Raiders. But, uh, yeah, Darren Waller on the Saints would be nuts. But I have high hopes for Adam Troutman. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he does okay. Yeah, I took the same approach for the Colts. I just looked at biggest needs. Um, And I'm taking who I think is actually the second best corner in the league, and that's Jair Alexander. I knew he was saying that. Yeah, so uh, first of all, he would look fantastic in blue. Handsome guy. I'm sure he'd look great in blue. Um, But no, um, if you look at the Colts roster, again, other than quarterback, they're pretty built out. Running back, they're deep. Receiver, I could have definitely made a case for someone on that side of the ball. Uh, tight end, we have Jack Doyle, Mo Ali Cox, like obviously could be upgraded, but not the biggest, uh, need linebacker. No D line. No safeties were set. So it's really, it's really that corner position. Obviously we have Kenny Moore. We have, uh, Xavier Rhodes. We have Rocky scene. Who's who I kind of want to bump out because I think Xavier Rhodes is a good corner too. Kenny Moore is a good nickel. And then we need that corner one spot. Um, so yeah, for me, the second best corner in the league behind Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, no doubt. To me, uh, to me, I think like there's three guys, well, there's Jalen Ramsey, who's who's at the top. No one's going to argue that. And I think there's like three guys you could argue for two. We've already named two of them. I think the third one would be Trey white. Like he's, uh, I mean, last year going into last year, I thought we all, I think we all thought that he was number two. I mean, besides Stephon Gil, I mean, there's Stephon Gilmore too, if he plays, uh, If he plays up up to a standard, but uh, I mean, last year was a little bit of an off year, a little injury yeah. year. But I mean, he won Defensive Player of the Year the year before. Like, right. <laughs> these are guys we're forgetting about too. Like, yeah. 100%. All right. Well, I took a similar approach to you guys, but I also tried to think back, like in the past, at the past different teams and like where they've lacked in in general. And I'm gonna choose a wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. I just feel like the Pats have lacked any, like, true bona fide number one receiver since probably Randy Moss. 
sure we've had guys like Welker and Edelman, but those are those they're great NFL players, but you know, not that 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 guy you circle on your on your schedule and like you're worried about him all the time. And a guy like him would just really boost the offense they have right now and pose a legitimate threat. So for those reasons, I chose a receiver. I, I feel like they're pretty solid everywhere. Not not like they're not great everywhere else, but I think they're solid everywhere else. And I, I thought that was the, the glaring hole in the team. So that's why I chose D-Hop. That's who I was bouncing back and forth between for me. It was Alexander or, or D-Hop. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I went kind of boring here. The Eagles, well, they have a lot of holes, to say the least. Um, I could pick any position and it would probably be an upgrade. Um, but I went with a guy who, who we all um, are really high on. I know Dawson is too. And just for the sake of a fair trade, the Colts took my guy. I'm going to take Darius Leonard. <laughs> he comes in right I'll take I'll take any of the top five linebackers in the NFL right now, yeah. but give me Darius Leonard over anyone else. Um, I think, Woo! yeah, I mean, the guy, the guy's a maniac. It's in his name, so. His nickname, baby. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, you now go. the highest paid linebacker in NFL history, Darius Leonard, it's official. Well, let's right. go. Yeah. And after the Eagles so... are done paying for your hurt quarterback salary this year, they have yeah. room for that, for that, uh, for that salary. So, yeah, bring him on, send him over. Fair trade. We'll go back on the Carson Wentz trade. Hit the edit button. You could send us yeah. Darius. We'll be good. How about you just keep Carson Wentz all together? So. <laughs> Give him right back. But I don't have to burn my Also, not to, not to jump back into this week in sports, but I'm hearing more and more rumors that the Eagles might be a landing spot for Deshaun Watson. Stay tuned for the next segment. Wow. Okay. My, uh, my I, won't say <laughs> I will say no more. All right. Uh, for me, uh, oh, sorry, Cam, are you done or? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. Okay. Uh, for me, it's been a, a long few years, boys. We all know. But uh, we're going back-to-back Colts on here. If I could take one player oh. in this league, it's Q. Q Big yeah. Q, Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Uh, the Giants invested so much in trying to get Daniel Jones, you know, help. But the one thing they forgot to do is get this man an O-line. And I don't know how Q wasn't a 99 that's the thing. <laughs> but listen, I'm going to take the best O-line in the league on my team. And Q Nelson, you can just make your way over to New York. Honestly, like a lot of people say that the Giants should have just drafted him straight up in in that draft instead of Saquon. I wouldn't like cuz I love Saquon personally, but if they could uh if they could bring Q, uh, I would be very happy and uh, maybe Daniel Jones wouldn't have to be picked up off his back 10 times a game. Another thing that I'm surprised didn't come up in this weekend sports, three Giants players have now retired in the last – and I just love talking shit about the Giants, but this is crazy. Like, what the hell is going on? four days. Three guys in four days. And two of them had just signed their contract. And, like, veteran guys, I mean, they might not be superstars. There's a couple of names that I didn't really recognize, but still, like, that was two O-linemen, no? No, there was, it was Todd uh, – Todd Davis, who could have started at linebacker. Yeah. Joe Looney, who would have been a backup a backup lineman. Okay. And uh, Zach Fulton, who was scheduled to be the starting right guard. We love that. It was like he's not good, but like he's better than what else we have. <laughs> like that's why I bring Q to New York, boys. 
but like, is it just Joe Judge is a fucking asshole? Like, is that I, just- honestly, I think it's just like he's just like a super tough coach, and the fight that they had at practice, I don't think that helped. Yeah, no, bro. Like Daniel Jones at the bottom of the fight. Like, that's so stupid. Yeah, like so I, stupid. I love it, bro. Did you hear what his answer was though? He's like, I'm part of this team. Like, I'm trying not to like be part of this team. But like, bro, if you get hurt, Mike Glennon starting a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> we already suck enough not without that, Mike that Glennon starting a quarterback. What? Not that big of a downgrade, but it is, bro. Don't sleep. You're sleeping on DJ, bro. I swear to God, I hate this DJ hate. Hey, I'd rather have DJ than fucking Sam Ellinger and fucking oh, bro, Jacob Eason. Anybody would. Anyways, let's move on. Cam was talking about it before. Our next segment, our bold prediction of the week. Okay, so this week for our bold prediction, for my bold prediction, the NFL preseason starts. And if I'm going to be completely honest, I don't really like preseason. Like, honestly, I, I, I watch it and it bores me, if I'm going to be completely honest. So, my bold prediction is that it's going to be even more boring than usual. There is going to be not one, but two preseason ties. Yeah. Wow. I have a, I have a question before Dawson goes, because we're all coaches, and I've been hearing a lot about this. If you were a head coach, would you start your starters in preseason? Not like, game would one. Give, would you give them those one to two – like reps that you normally that they normally give them, probably there's not game one. There's four games. Yeah, three, three this year because oh, there's three. 17 okay. weeks. Okay, I'll sit them game one, play them, play my starting quarterback one drive in game two, and then give them like two or three in game three. That's it. Yeah, Thank you know, you. I think oh, I would do in in a prof- like in our environment, like coaching young kids. If we had a preseason, I don't know what I would do, but if I was a professional coach. I would talk to the guys and just say, like, if you want to play, you're in. If not, these young guys, these undrafted guys are going to get a shot. But, yeah, I think I would leave it up to the players. Because, like, we heard McVay say that Matthew Stafford will not finish the season. But, like, there's other – like, I heard, like, Brady is going to start this Yeah, Bruce Arian said they're all starting. Like, all the starters are playing. They just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, seriously. True. (laughs) Uh, My bold prediction of the week – I don't think I've ever done a future bold prediction. Maybe I have. I started bold, a movement. Then 35 of these, man. 35 of these. Yeah. And I've probably hit like two. Um, my bold prediction of the week. Carson Wentz will not play a snap for the Indianapolis Colts this year. Wow. Jacob Eason would, will be the starting quarterback for 17 games. That would hurt you to say. Wow. <laughs> bold. But – it's not going to happen. So, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm also making a future uh, bold prediction. It was a little dry for me this week, but uh, Vladdy is going to help propel the Blue Jays to a wild card spot. Yes, sir. And we'll get the, MV- the AL MVP vote over Shohei Otani. To me, Otani is like borderline lock right now. If not, yeah, I think he's, like he was at minus 800. Yeah. So, and uh, Vladdy comes in at plus 450. Honestly, I wish there was a little more value there, but uh, I feel like I feel like Otani is almost a shoe in here as long as he doesn't go down with an injury or something. But uh, it's plus four fifty. It's not terrible. It's not great, but it's bold. So there's the pick for this week. Oh, I'm gonna stick with the CFL this week. Um, 
for all betting segments. But this week, the bold prediction is that there's going to be two non-offensive touchdowns. Four Ooh. games, two non-offensive touchdowns. Will one be in the Owls game? I ho- sure hope so. A little pat as level long as it's not sure. against the Owls. First play of the game, yeah. Owls kick off, Elks touchdown. <laughs> well, the Elks have yet to score a touchdown, so they're probably looking yeah. to score one here. Uh, you guys brought up the Owls right, right here. Uh, it's been, what, two years since we last seen them play? Mm-hmm. The Owls put up 40 points this week. Boom. I like it. I love it. I will not be able to watch the game because it's my last shift at work, which you guys may join me, Cunningham's Pub. Come watch the game <laughs> at uh, Cunny's, and uh, Owls are putting up 40. Love it. I like that. My bold prediction was actually going to be Vernon Adams scores a rushing, throwing, and receiving touchdown. Whoa. Ooh. Jeez, that is interesting. Yeah. Listen, that wasn't his bold predictions, but the five before that were. And now we're going to move on to a segment we like to call This Pisses Me Off. You guys want to know what pisses me off this week? What, Matthew? Uh, just thinking about it just makes me ache. People who you're giving a car ride to that make you wait for them to come into your car. Do you understand? Like what I'm saying? Like, like you're going to pick them up and they make you wait. Like you have the audacity to ask me for a ride and make me wait outside of your door. Like, Oh, does that piss me off? I am a very punctual person. I have to be on time. I'm very early. We, we start practices for football. I mean, all of us are uh, at six 30. I'm there at, at five 45. Like, like, not, I mean, it is fun showing up early and seeing all the boys, but still like I'm there. Like I, I, I gotta be there. And when someone says they're coming to pick me up and they say like, I'm two minutes away, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on my steps waiting oh, yeah. to come out. Like, to, like it just it upsets me. I don't like, Oh, that pisses me off. So if you're, hey, you also- if you're asking me for a ride, be ready when I come, please. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, what pisses me off is when someone gives me a ride and gives me no timetable and suddenly they're just here. Okay. You get that here yeah. That's yeah. the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't want your ride. I'll Uber. You go. Yeah. I'll fucking Uber. Um, I have two things that piss me off. One of them, how is nothing but controversy not the most streamed sports podcast out right now? That's what I want to know. That pisses me off. The boys put in so much work. Show us some love. Spread the love. Fuck you, chicklets. Come at us. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck you. Pardon my take out. Is that a sports podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Probably. Fuck all, fuck all of you. Anyways. Fuck them. Second, one that I haven't experienced in however long the pandemic's been going on. Um, and that's when people recline their seats on airplanes. Okay. Mm. I am six foot three, and I've never once reclined my seat an inch on an airplane. You don't need to. You're a jackass if you do, okay? To the four foot seven woman in front of me that doesn't need to recline your seat but does because she's the fu- a fucking entitled bitch, fuck you. You piss me off. Anyways, That's a good one. that I pisses do. me off That's so amazing. much. Liam, as, I don't know. Matt, I, I know, I know. 
Matt, you're six feet, or are you 5'11"? Six, yeah. Yeah, fuck. The gang over six feet, you know the struggle. Shane? Yeah. No, but <laughs> you still do. You still do. Anyways, that's what pisses me off. All right, boys. This is uh, this one's tough because it's uh, <clears throat> something that's guaranteed in life. It's something you can't avoid. And that's you know, I was look, I was look, I was looking at my pay stub this week from work, oh and I was like, how does this happen? You know, how how have we come to this point? Taxes piss me off. I mean, who doesn't hate them? But and we get hit hard here, man. We, you know, a lot of people have it a lot better than we do. And, uh, you know, it's the way of life right now. And just to tie this into sports, it's also a reason why a lot of free agents don't like the Canadian market and do not even give thought to coming to Canada. And, uh, or, you know, it pisses me off. It hurts. It affects your bank account. I know you get a lot of it back, but that's what pisses me off this week. For the good of our mental health and our ability to acquire free agents or big name free agents, I think they should waive taxes for pro athletes. Just, you know, piss everyone else off who doesn't watch sports, but I don't care. Or I I think it's so easy. Just funnel all their salaries through the NBA who is based in New York. Just do that. Funnel all the salaries. I think that, I don't know. There's a, I'm pretty sure there's a league. I think it might be the NBA that it's them who pays their players and not. Mm Mm-hmm. So it should be not the organizations or something. So they, there's no tax, but it's a big thing in the NHL. It's a big thing in baseball. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's why fucking Darnell Nurse yeah. is making nine and a half million dollars. It's literally the reason <laughs> yeah. Radulov left yeah. Montreal because he got yeah. offered yeah. the same contract and then taxes. He's like, screw this. Yeah. No. So there you go. Speaking of not wanting to play in Canada, Goran Dragic. Yes. Fuck, Fuck you. you. You 38-year-old fucking ugly bastard. You take any contract you can get. What a loser. I'm I'm pissed you said that because I kind of like the idea of having him on the team. He apologized, eh? Oh, yeah. He said he he apologized because he got called out. He apologized because he couldn't take it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't don't believe his apology. No, yeah, 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 no. It didn't come out the way he wanted it to come out. Oh, bullshit, Like, I get it. You can't handle the heat. Foreign? Like, no, no, no. Because, like, foreign people, like, people who don't speak English, like they're very blunt. Like they say exactly. Like they don't translate it properly and try to be nice. But that's not even something you should be saying to the media. Like have that conversation with management. That yo, you, I don't want to be here. Like fuck you. On to bigger and better things. Fuck you. We won a championship two years ago. What are you talking about? Anyways, next. <laughs> ah, I agree with you. Okay, so this pisses me off. I've been waiting for this all episode now. So not directly tied to the Sean Watson thing, but I think it will be in the next couple of weeks, is fake sports rumors or sports rumors that are like seriously rumored or like this deal is nearing being closed and then they just don't happen. So either fake rumors or rumors that don't come true really piss me off, man. Like this Sean Watson thing, you know, you don't always think about it, but in like a couple of weeks when I'm like so excited that I see the Sean Watson might come to the Eagles. And then I completely forget that that was even a thing because it never came true. <laughs> Just bugs the shit out. Of yeah. Me. I'm sure we've all had that experience. Like it's happened with the Habs. Oh, it's happened with the Raps. happened with the Jays. Like, Bro, Alex Ovechkin has been coming to the house for the last 10 years. Fuck. Well, that's just oh, it. Bro, like, we were supposed to get Le Cavalier. We were like the. Hey, that after- was true though. That they offered a trade and then they said no. 
Okay. The Raptors were supposed to get Giannis. Bro. <sighs> Fucking Crosby was supposed to be a hab at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Bro, I remember talking to Cam about that. Darren Dreger. But, like, I don't mind when it's, like, a bullshit page and, like, you just fall for it because that's yeah. kind of yeah. But, like, when it's a guy with a blue check and I'm leaning on you for, like, some good news and you give me some reason to be excited and then it just never happens, like, you know, man, like, you suck. Heartbreaking. You know who's always reliable? James Duffy. We'll leave it at that. James Duffy, always reliable. Can always count on him. Without a doubt. Stay tuned. Uh, for me, I don't really, like, I don't know if you guys are going to kind of understand this, but at first you will until I explain, but impatient people piss me off more than anything. I'm going to explain how I thought about this, but I work at a bar and I'm a bartender and literally people will call my name and be like, I want this to drink. And I'll be like, okay, I have to pour five other drinks before I pour yours. And they're like, okay, okay. And then I make the first drink and they're like, where's my drink? And then I make the second drink, and they're like, where's my drink? And I'm like, bro, I literally told you when you ordered that you have to wait your turn. You have to wait. There's a line. There's a line. Of, I can't just drop everything to make your drink because you're the most impatient person in this bar. You would do that for me, though, Shane. I would, abs- I would do it for any – if someone I know, that's fine. I will do it your drink right away. I don't care. But someone that I don't know that you just came in off the street and you want, like, a Jamie Ginge with, like, grenadine and extra ice you're gonna fucking wait until i get the other drinks poured and then you can have your drink so that's how i thought about it working at the bar saturday night it, it pissed me off so much i can't imagine being a bartender on like a friday or saturday night and someone orders a complicated ass starbucks oh, menu. i tell them no i'm like, like no. fuck you I'm like we don't have that yeah exactly shane i feel you like not for this situation obviously because i'm not a bartender but I am such a patient person that, like, it takes a lot for me to to blow, you know? So when I see people, like, the smallest things and they blow up, it's just like, relax, man, take a pill. But, yeah, no, definitely feel you. Like, I'm impatient, but I'll just be, like, I'm not, like, vocally. Yeah. I'm I'm not not vocally impatient. I'll just, like, shake inside and stuff. (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) but, yeah, anyways, great session, boys. Yeah. Yeah, all those things kind of piss me off, too, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. But hey, last week uh, Dawson hosted Think Fast for the first time, but we're going to go back to normal and Matt's going to host Think Fast. All right. So there is a theme this week. Okay. And that theme is this. Dark Horse Edition. We're calling it Think Fast Dark Horse Edition, okay? So, basically, I'm going to ask you a question, give you a situation, and I want you to write down who your Dark Horse prediction for that might be. Simple enough? Yeah, sure. First question. For the upcoming NFL season... Who is your dark horse to lead the league in passing yards? I lost my pen. <sighs> Found my pen. Let me know when you guys are ready to go. I don't know if this is dark horse, but 
Same. Three. Oh, Matt. Two. <laughs> one. Woo! Woo! All right. So myself and Shaner both have Justin Herbert. LBS has Matt Stafford. Dak for Dawson and Baker for Cam. What a shocker. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You said Dark Horse. So, to me, I was thinking about Dak, but I thought that Dark Horse was not a thing for Dak because I feel like he's already left so in passing. Bro, he was but, destroying uh, everybody when he got hurt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, that would be my Dark Horse, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not as big a fan of Justin Herbert as, uh, as my boy Shane over here, but uh, let me tell you, I love watching the guy play. So, uh, anything that's going to get me to watch him play and watch him throw uh, for 400 yards a game is uh, – I mean, he's a guy who could probably do it. So Eckler's back too now. Yeah. 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 Justin Herbert, you are the man. Yeah, I mean, I think my answer is justified, considering the fact that he might not even be a dark horse. Um, yeah, Dak Prescott, super excited to get him back from injury. Unreal receiving core. Super excited to see CD this year. He's looked insane in camp, making like crazy catches. Obviously, you have Amari, you have Caleb too. I'm pumped to see him. No, Amari's back now. He just cleared he? the shit today. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's back. He just got yeah. off the PUP list. No, I'm, I'm pumped to see Dak play. Me too. I am not. Who else is off that PUP list now, huh? My boy. Saquon's back, baby. Yeah. Saquon's back. Ooh. Cam, would you like to justify Baker? Uh, Listen, I, you know, it's Dark Horse just because of their run game, first of all. Yeah. I think I had the by far the most dark horse answer, but he's getting OBJ back. So, and DPJ played well last year. He'll be coming in. You have Rashard Higgins. Well, I've been seeing that DPJ is going crazy in camp. I I I loved him at Michigan. Didn't know how he would do in the league. Honestly, pleasant surprise. Obviously for them too, especially with OBJ last year. But I was surprised he fell to the fifth round last year. Absolutely, but nonetheless, here we are. So. I don't think it'll happen, but, you know, I have to give my boy a little shout-out. You never know. Yeah. I went with Stafford, new team, solid receiving core. I see them throwing the ball a lot. And he's a, he's a good passer, so why not? I think he, I think he could be up there. Good as an understanding. Yeah. He's my new Dark Horse MVP. All right, listen. I like it. Who is your Dark Horse to be the rushing champ? I'd say Derrick Henry is off limits. And, I mean, it's borderline off limits for, like, Dalvin Cook and Chris. Yeah, I would take Dalvin off. You guys ready? Yeah. Three. Three, two, one. One. All right. So, Cam and LBS have Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor for Dawson, Saquads for – Shaner and Josh Jacobs from the Raiders. You guys like that little logo I drew? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's as bad as the real logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh Jacobs, uh, not much to say here. Big Alabama guy. So uh, I'm going to be cheering for him. He's probably the only guy besides Darren Waller that I actually like on that team. So, uh, Henry yeah. Ruggs? You don't like him? Yeah, Henry oh, Ruggs. Drake? Not about him. Kenyon Drake? I didn't even know he was on the Raiders, to be honest. Bro, literally the three running backs on Vegas are all from Alabama. They just signed Bo Scarborough. No? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, yeah. 
Bo Scarborough. Big Bo. He was a unit. Well, he is a unit. Oh, my God. Guy's massive. Um, yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Dark horse because Marlon Mack is back from um, an Achilles. Yeah, it was an Achilles. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan Taylor in the last eight games of the season, like if he played like that and there was no Marlon Mack, like I don't think you could consider him a dark horse. Like he was that. Bro, he carried me to the finals for fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Dark Horse simply because of the fact that Marlon Mack is back. Don't know how that is going to go, especially with Naheem Hines being that receiving back. Uh, I could see Naheem Hines, like, I could see them doing, like, a, I don't even know what I can see them doing, but uh, Jonathan Taylor, love the guy. Love the guy. Respect it. Liam. Oh, my bad, boys. <laughs> I was just rolling Nick Chubb. Um, obviously, He's one of the top backs in the league now. I think that's, like, pretty consensus. Um, and you know what? He's, he could have a breakout year. That's why I went with him. Could have a huge year and put up crazy numbers. That's I could see that happening genuinely. So, that's why I rolled with him. Does split a lot of touches with Kareem Hunt, but – Yeah. We'll see. That's like, true. Uh, Which also makes him a dark horse even more. So. Two years ago, that was, that was he my question for you guys. Do you, think, do you think we could see two 1,000 rushers for, uh, for the Browns? Because so. they were close this year. Yeah. Very possible. Maybe. I think, like, yeah. Chubb – I think – did Chubb go over? Mm, he was hurt for, like, five or six weeks. Yeah, I so he, I had, don't... Like, he had, like – he was close, and I think yeah. Kareem Hunt was, like, 150 away or something. Yeah, Chubb had I a couple of huge sure. games. But yeah. I think OBJ takes away a lot of touches this year. Fair. We'll oh, see, yeah. though. They, they could just, like, seriously lean on their run game, like, yeah. all year. No, yeah. their run, their O line and their run game is enough Insane. to win games. And their defense, the way they built the defense, yeah. 100%. yeah, yeah. I went, uh, I went with Saquon because uh, it's my boy. I, I went with Dark Horse because you don't really see like a lot of guys come back their first year after ACL. And no, he's then, definitely a dark horse if uh, coming. Yeah, out. It, like, he, doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't come out like. Yeah. I'm, apparently, he might only come in in week three, so he just loses two weeks right there. So, you know, I hope he does. That would be crazy. That, yeah, exactly. Bro, this guy comes in in uh, 15 games and wins. But, yeah, I guess I feel like the lock is, uh, is Henry, but it was, uh, it was Dark Horse. So, we have to go with Saquon. I hope, I hope he does because that means the offense is, is rolling. All right. We're going to move on? Yeah. I guess you can see a pattern coming now. Hey, Maddie, I'm going to need more energy out of you, baby. Seriously. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, a little pattern forming here. Uh, who's going to be the receiving champ? Dark Horse or? Dark Horse Edition, baby. Dark Horse Just Edition. Just making sure. Oh, that is a great question. I'm struggling. Yeah. Me too. I have a really basic name. All right. Anyway, who are your three that are, like, Name three players that we can't name. Uh, Devontae like, Adams has to be one. D-Hop is uh, not. I'd say D-Hop is probably one. What about uh, Diggs? Diggs is definitely – I mean, he led it last year, right? So, it's probably uh-huh. – him. All right. I'm good. I'm good, too. Receivers Mine's is like, so tough. Like, like there's been years the randomest guys have led yeah. the NFL receiver. Three, two, one. Oh, oh. All That's right. a good answer, Cam. 
I like that. So Keenan Allen for Wow. <laughs> Keenan <laughs> Allen for Nelson <laughs> Aguilar for LBS. Uh, Kelsey for Shaner. Uh, Waller for Dawson and AJ Brown with the little Titans logo. That is uh, impressive. That logo is not bad. Like not going off on these logos right now. Like I like that one. I like. Oh. You know, BS had a little telepathic thing going there. I took his boy. He took mm-hmm. mine. Okay, so oh, we're cool. Yes, we're cool right now. The reason why I think AJ Brown is going to become the receiving yards leader. Reason number one, he's disgusting. Reason number two. He is now going to be going up against every team's second best corner, which is kind of nuts. In uh, not for nothing, a division that does not have the best corner groups. The Colts do not have the best corners. The Jags do not have the best corners. The Jags. Okay. Um, and <laughs> the uh, te- Texans suck. Texans suck. do suck. So uh, AJ Brown. I've liked you ever since you got in. Now you just got my favorite receiver on your team. Uh, I can't wait to see the two of them play. Oh, God. Can't wait. And Henry. Oh, man. That offense yeah. is going to oh, be you're a just, you're just, Oh, I'm going to watch every Titans game. Fuck, fuck the Saints. I'm, I'm putting the Titans on there. It sucks, <laughs> though. They're not even going to win the division. Yeah, I don't know about I that one. Shall see. Yeah. Anyways, I chose Darren Waller. Um, unreal tight end and just the dark horse because of the fact that he's a tight end, even though Kelsey, did he lead the league? No, he didn't. He was close though. He was second. He was I think. second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Waller, dark horse, not like there's options on that team. They, they got rugs and stuff like that, but no question who Derek Carr's favorite target is. Um, Darren Waller, lock it in dark horse. Don't lock it in though. Cause it's a dark horse, but lock it in. Put a little 20 well, on it, a little 20 piece. <laughs> I somehow wasn't able to think of anyone fast, but I love Cam's, uh, Cam's choice. And if I had time to go back, that would have been mine. But I went with Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> the Patriots' newest acquisition at uh, wide receiver. Um, don't know who's going to be throwing him the ball this year. Doesn't matter. He's going to lead the league in receiving. We all He's know has, he has the potential. We know who's throwing him. We've seen flashes out of Nelson. If, if we gave him his best NFL game ever, he would lead the league. And he did it 17 times. He would lead the league in receiving and yeah. probably scoring. If he's perfect but, uh, <laughs> every single game, every yeah. single snap, he, he might lead the league. He, he can, yeah. Yeah, exactly. you, guys, you guys want to know what the word it's dark possible. horse means? Take, take LBS's answer. Because <laughs> that's dark horse. Dark horse pick to lead the NFL in receiving yeah. this year. All right. Well, I went with Keenan. You guys, a couple of the boys had him, had Herbert for passing uh, leader. If he's doing that, Keenan Allen's probably up there. So, yeah, but no, it's about time this guy gets some, like, legit recognition. I have him in my top five. I think I was the only one. So, I think he deserves a little more credit. So, that's all. Love it. All right. uh, One question for you guys. 17 games now. How long before we see someone pass Calvin Johnson in in yards – for the season. Dude, we could oh, see it next year. Yeah, you think so? We could. I don't know. You could see every record get broken last Probably, next year. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But that's that's what I based it off of. I based it off, you know, Patty Mahomes probably breaking the record for most most passing yards. And his favorite target, even though Tyree Kill is is there, is Kelsey. 
bro, like you see guys doubling Kelsey and he's still catching the ball at, at tight end. Mm-hmm. Like Matt said a couple episodes, maybe last week, Kelsey's well on his way to being a, like maybe the greatest tight end of all time. Uh, so we talked about him. I think he was second. So this year, maybe he makes that set. When is the last time actually a tight end led? Has they have they ever led the league in? Maybe Gronk did once. Wasn't it Gronk when Gronk and and Jimmy Graham had like like those? Oh, maybe that was touchdowns. But yeah, maybe yeah, Jimmy led the league in t- receiving touchdowns. Yeah, never, never recently, right? Not so, yards, I don't think. No, maybe, yeah. So well, maybe I hope I hope we see that this year just to get some more respect on the tight end's name. So uh, I'm going with Kelsey. I like it. All right. I love it. Well, we got two more, and then we got one uh, non-sports one. I mean, kind of sports one, but. Anyways, who is your dark horse for defensive player of the year? This one, I don't know if it's uh, – uh, I'm going to do it. Ooh. Fuck, what's his name? <laughs> Damn, you know it's dark horse if you have to say fuck, what's his name? <laughs> well, you're going to see the name and you're going to be like, how did you not remember his name? You guys ready here? Well, Someone well, on this panel is going to like my answer. Hold on, hold on. Oh, let's go, Shaner. Think fast, not think medium. Okay, go. I'm good. No. Three, two, one, lifter. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So I say Darius Leonard. So does LBS. Derwin James for Cam. Levante David for Shaner. And Quan Alexander. Wow. Wow. First of all, how did I do? That that one's the worst one. Yeah, it's that bad. looks like something like a a stripper in Texas would have like on her boobs. <laughs> like, that's ugly. What? <laughs> what a Austin, uh, weird Texas strip say. club connoisseur. Yes, oh. never been to. Te- oh, I have been to Texas. So is James Harden. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Listen, not a lot to say, but uh, Darius Leonard. Uh, I don't even know if he's ever been in the really in the running for one. I mean, right now we're all competing for second because Aaron Donald kind of gets it every year. Bro, but TJ uh, Watt better win this year. TJ Watt is actually holding out right now. Oh, I'm practicing. No, he's not holding out. Wow. He's holding in is what they called it. Ah. But he's just not doing the hitting drills. He's doing everything else but the hitting drills. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. Terrible negotiation, TJ. Yeah. Make me your agent. No, no, because if they hold out, they get fined like 50K a day now. The oh, new, that's true. That the is new true. agreement is crazy. So what they're doing instead of like not showing up is showing up and not participating. So what does he do? He just stands on the side. He's like, I'm not doing this. Or does he like go? Yeah. Yeah. I, we've seen it before where guys show up to the facility and don't do anything. Now they're kind of forced to do that, but that's their way of forcing management's hand. Okay. Respect TJ. little ineffective. If you're going to be there, you it's, might as well participate. It's a little childish. It's like, yeah. all right, oh, TJ, hey. your turn. He's like, no. So it's, <laughs> Is TJ officially listed as a linebacker? Yeah, I think so. I think he, so does, he, does, he, does he break Darius Leonard's record for money? Yeah. Like, is that what he's asking for? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Definitely asking for Leonard money, I think. He's, he's the Steelers have always, uh, as long as I've been watching football, they've been a 3-4 team. So he's an outside linebacker, oh, yeah. but he's more of a pass rusher. He's an edge, yeah. He's an edge. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's asking for huge money. Bro, I would too. If I, bro, he got snubbed last year. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. All right, I said Quan Alexander. I have no justification behind it. I just like him. He's a good you know guy. What the justification is behind that? You're the man. Ah, thank you. 
He's yeah. a dark horse even to win it on that team. Like he's behind a couple guys in my head to win it. Oh yeah, good he for was good for a you. Dark horse after like two guys at least. At yeah, least. I, I'm thinking two. Marshawn, Marshawn, and, yeah, and Cam Jordan. Yeah. Oh, Demario Davis, man. Uh, I don't know about Demario Davis. They're probably on yeah, the I same level. Quan Alexander's probably higher than him for me. Quan's a better linebacker, healthy than Demario Davis. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. That's crazy. That's why we call it the Dark Horse Edition. You're, you can't tell me Quan's not a better. Did you watch Quan Alexander in San Francisco? Mario Davis Ever? is playing like a top five linebacker, and people don't realize it. Like, you guys just don't because he goes under the radar. But you guys are gonna so, watch. No, he's, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying he's Quan shit. Alexander, Quan Alexander's game is more complete <laughs> than Mario Davis's. This is a conversation for another time, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last one. Wait, wait. We didn't even... I'll guess. Who'd you have? Oh, sorry. Oh, I had Darius Leonard as uh, well. Um, he's had a bunch of big seasons. He's playing well. I think it's... it's not, he's, he's, he's bound to win one, I think. And uh, he's bound to be the best defensive player in the NFL one, one season. And why not next year? Why not? I put Derwin James because I think a lot of people forgot he was still in the NFL. At least once a day, I see highlights from him in training camp. Like, I saw one yesterday where he was like, watch this, I'm going to get a pick, and I'm going to return it. Covering Eckler on a wheel. Like, just literally ran the route for him, picked it, like, put Eckler on skates and ripped it up. I think when healthy, I think when healthy, Derwin James is the best safety in the NFL. I could could make a case, yeah. But uh, But I had Levante David just because – oh, sorry, Cam. No, 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 nothing to add. He's good. Everybody's coming back on that deep. They have – they're returning all 22 starters. Uh, they're a Super Bowl team, and uh, I know I said Devin White was the best linebacker, but uh, you know I feel like I feel like now everybody knows Devin White and Levante David might be one of the, one of the top five best coverage linebackers in the NFL. So he's gonna cover the running backs out of the backfield. He's gonna get you those 130 tackles a year. Uh, he's always flown under the radar. He just got he didn't even really get paid this offseason. Took a pay cut. So maybe it's kind of his prove it prove it year, so he can uh, he could step up and uh, maybe he'll perform, get that uh, get that recognition. All right, last one. Easy enough. Who is Easy your enough. Horse MVP? Didn't we already do this question? We've we done this because like four of us said Carson Wentz. Okay, well, it's definitely changing now, so might as well do it again. I mean, Carson Wentz would be a dark horse. Also, this is by far and away my best drawing yet. All right. Three, two, one, go. We got Kyler from Dawson, Henry from Shaner, Cam Newton from LBS, and Stafford from Cam. And I, <laughs> Ew. And, I, and I got Dak Prescott. Listen, uh, I was totally joking. I actually butchered that uh, logo. But uh, listen, there is not a lot of things I like about the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott is one of them. I, uh, I really like watching Dak Prescott play. It was an absolute shame, the injury that happened to him last year. He was having a an astronomically great season. Like, it was ridiculous. So happy he got paid, uh, as he should. Um, but, yeah, Dak Prescott, 
it's definitely a dark horse him coming off that kind of injury. But uh, yeah, why are you guys all laughing? Because Shane just texted the group chat saying, and I quote, I'm going to piss my pants. Oh, man. All right. Oh. Shane, you, you've, we, we're finished this segment. You go. We'll finish up here, and uh, we'll meet you for trivia. Well, I need to, to, like, talk about mine, but it's fine. You don't need to that bad. You can go pee if you want. Oh, thank well, you. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> okay. <Back> Prescott. <laughs> uh, I wrote Kyler Murray. Man, it just feels weird not having Shane here. Um, <laughs> no, I wrote Kyler. Um, got snubbed with his Madden rating, I find. Um, has a DeAndre Hopkins to throw to. Like, I don't know. I just – I can yeah. see him being – a player that's so exciting to watch that he kind of like a Lamar Jackson type of year. Obviously Lamar was unreal, but like Lamar, it was his exciting factor that drew the attention that drew, you know, the, the MVB hype initially. And I think Kyler can kind of bring that same attention uh, just because of his play style. So I have Kyler Murray, dark horse MVP. All right. I like it. Obviously you went with Shaner's boy. He's gone, but it's okay. Cam Newton, dude, he's done it before. I, I truly believe he still has, like, like, insane – like, I don't know. He, he still has – exactly. You know, I think um, if he's healthy, if, you know, he's feeling good, he's he, a well-improved team around him this year, especially on offensively, um, which is what matters. <laughs> Anyways, um, dude, I just think he could genu- – I genuinely think, like, this is super dark horse, but I actually think if, if, they, if the Pats go, you know, 10 – not even, 11 and 6 – 12 and five, he could be in the running if he has a solid season. So that's why I chose him. And as I said before, he's done it before. I'd love to see him do it again. Yeah, I went with Stafford. I mean, he's on the best offense. I mean, he's he's with the best OC in the NFL, so or one of, in my opinion. So listen, he's going to a good team, better team than he's ever played for. They have a good defense. They'll be scoring a lot of points, presumably, even with Cam Akers out. I mean, I think he'll be back to throwing the ball 50 times a game, but we'll see. But, I mean, I like it. It is dark horse, but don't be surprised. Now that Carson Wentz is out, I don't know what we're going to do. Fuck. Uh, maybe mine's not super dark horse because we all know how good Henry is. But uh, it's pretty much always quarterbacks that win this award. So uh, that's why I went with a different position. I honestly think Derrick Henry within the next, like, three, four years might be able with that extra game to break that record for rushing yards in the season. So, yeah, so that's why he's a dark horse. Maybe not to everybody else, but like I said, running backs, I don't remember the last time a running back. Maybe AP in, you know, when he, in 2012, that's probably the last time a running back won. So that's why he's a dark horse to me. All right, Love those that. are some good answers. Except for Liam's, because I don't believe that's the Cam Newton has it still but anyway oh let's he's, he's, he's won one more mvps than drew Brees. just by the way anyway yes he has, he has. Yeah. um Love it, well he was in the <laughs> same division too yeah. tough tough <laughs> tough tough i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it but anyways last one last one. <laughs> oh we have a fun one we have a little fun one a little fun one. this is dark horse edition but who is your dark horse prediction to win episode 35 trivia? Ooh. I love it. <laughs> no disrespect. I mean no disrespect by this answer, boys. 
Is Shayner becoming a dark horse? He's getting like blown up like two weeks in a row now. Yeah, twice. That's it. Bro, if I lo- I'm not winning this week either. For all the fans, all right, baby. Three, two, one. Oh. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> I have to go myself. I'm sorry. Oh. Yes, sir. I went with Cam just solely off the fact that LBS was in a heartbreaker last week, and me and Cam were at the bottom. Yeah, Liam still hasn't I recovered mentally from last week. All right, Cam, I have I have all my faith in you, buddy. I Listen, think Liam's been looking. That's Liam's been freaking going hard on the trivia questions. I've seen him studying. He's been in the lab, so we got to watch out this. In the books, hard. <laughs> Listen, that's the perfect segue. So Dawson, take it away with the NBC trivia, baby. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I hope we're doing well. I'm great. That's fantastic. Um, I hate to break it to you, gentlemen. All the training in the world wouldn't have prepared you for this trivia. Oh. You know why? You know why? Why? Why is that? Because we're going away from the traditional 3-3-3 method. Oh, I like it. We are going away from I love it. this. We're introducing new sports. We're cool. introducing new topics. Okay. We're getting into the thick of it. Okay? Are we ready? Thick of it. Knew that was coming. I can't I can't ask you what we want to start with because there's nothing to start with. Just hit us. Hit us. Wait, so this is just kind of general sports. This is just you'll see, Shane. You'll see. How many questions? Just the mental. Nine questions still. Nine questions still. Okay. All right. All right. I could deal with that. All right, we're gonna start with an easy one. Okay. What is the national sport of Canada? What is the national sport of Canada? Why? This is Why something we like all know. This is throwing me off, boys. What is the national sport of Canada? I could be fully wrong. Dude, the last time I checked, there was two, but there is absolutely yeah. two. There's a summer and a winter. Do we have to name both? Do we have to name both? Oh, oh you're right. I was going for the summer one, but that's Okay, fine. all right. Okay, okay. Well, then I know what it is. We're all getting right? it right, bottom line. Like, Three, yeah. two, one, lift them. Matt has lacrosse. Shane has lacrosse. Liam has lacrosse. Cam has lacrosse. The correct answer. Field Putting hockey. all the boys on the board at one is lacrosse. Let's go, boys. All right. That was just a little gimme. Okay. This one's actually a gimme as well. Okay. This is a, like, guaranteed two points. Let's get the momentum going, boys. Okay. All right. In NFL football, what is the only possible number of points that a team cannot get? In NFL football, what is the only possible number of points a team cannot have? Wait. What do you? It, come on. I don't understand. <laughs> what point total can an NFL team not have in a single game? Oh. Like the whole game, oh, not just scoring in one oh, play. The whole game. If I'll I didn't get this five, right, I'm going to be tripping. But okay. Four, three, I don't know. two, one, lift. Matt had one. LBS had one. Cam had one. Shane had four. You can get one, though. You can. How? It's like, I don't know. There's a whole rule behind it. You could get one point. 
It's like if you go to kick a field a PAT and then the other team blocks it and almost returns it. Yeah, but how do you get one? How you'd have to have six, right? No, because there would be it's a like a whole thing if they get it and bring it back and then you get the ball. It's like yes, one but it's, it has to be a PAT, no. so they would have to have six. Oh, I'm retarded. Right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right, Shane. Uh-oh. I thought way too much about this question. My brain was working way too. <laughs> I much. thought this. Yeah, was me like- too. I was That's on how it was there. Every time I wrote one immediately question. after he read the question. What? I wrote one immediately. You guys are all overthinking it, man. Oh, yeah. Every time you tell me it's an easy question, my brain works way too hard. Yeah. All right. Yeah. After two questions, Matt, Cam, and Liam are tied at two. Shane has one. On to the serious questions. Those were our two momentum gatherers, or in the case of Shane, a momentum killer. All I'll right. still come back. You can absolutely still come back. Who is the only player in NBA history to sign two $200 million or more contracts in their career? So at two separate points, they signed $200 million contracts or extensions. I'm ready. We'll lift them up in three, two, one, go. Matt, Liam, and Shane and Cam all have Steph Curry. Maybe I made these too easy. The correct answer is Steph Curry. Matt, Cam, and Liam are perfect through three. Let's get that out of the way. Shane, you have two. I don't, I don't think the- I've ever heard – I've never heard those words come out of anyone's mouth before. Matt, you're perfect <sighs> after three. Never, never heard that in my life. Hey, Matt, you look perfect after three drinks. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Who has the most majors in golf? major title victories in golf. <clears throat> Who has the most major title victory? Shane, put it down. Lift them in three, two, one, go. Cam, Liam, and Shane all have Tiger Woods. Matt has Jack Nicholas. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a leader. The correct answer is Jack Nicholas. Never Matt, you are perfect through four. Thank you. On to question five. Usain Bolt, widely regarded as the greatest Olympic sprinter of all time. I don't think there's much debate there. Has eight career medals. How many of those were gold? How many of Usain Bolt's eight career medals were gold? Mm. Olympic medals. Olympic medals. Olympic medals. How many were gold? I will give you guys. Great question. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift them. Matt has eight. They all have eight. Liam has all of them. The correct answer is all of them. All eight medals. Are you saying gold. we're gold? Let's go. Let's go, boys. I like to see all the boys win here. I like it. Well, Matt, through five questions, you are perfect with a score of five. Thank Cam you. and Liam are tied at four, and Shane has three. Oh, Dark Horse. Pick it up. Oh, I'm trying. I, hey, the leader needs to slow down. All right. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
between everyone currently on the Lakers, currently on the roster, how many league MVP awards do they have? Not league MVP winners. How many league MVP awards do they have? Shane, maybe don't count out on your fingers. There we go. All right. I will give you guys a five, four, three, two, and one. Show them. Matt has five. Shane has five. Liam has seven. And Cam has seven. The correct answer. Two of you are correct. Shane and Matt, for sure. Is five league MVP awards. I don't know how it's broken down. I think LeBron has three. LeBron has one. LeBron four, Russ Russ one. Oh, okay. All right. To quote Shane's girlfriend, Penny Alexiak, uh, trust me at the top, it isn't lonely. Can't say the same for Matt. It's getting lonely up there. Six for Matt, four for Cam, four for Liam, four for Shaner. We have three questions left. Who is currently the oldest player in the NHL? Who is currently the oldest? Played last year. I only say that because I don't know if this I feel like I should know this. Yeah. All right. Give me five, four, three, two, one, and go. Oh, that's a good answer. It's a good answer, Shaner. It's the right answer. Uh, it says Suter down here. Web Suter? I was going to write Weber because I wasn't sure, but... All right. Well, you can scratch both of those off because those are both yeah, wrong. Uh, Cam had Ian Cole, Shane had Zdeno Chera, and Matt had Jumbo Joe Thornton. The correct answer is Zdeno Chera. He's two years older than Joe Thornton. He's also that's why I asked if he's under contract because he's not. Yeah. All right. We have we have a race going on here. Four for Cam, four for Liam, six for Matt, five for Shane. Matt ruins his attempt at a perfect season. You hate to see it. The New York Yankees have the most World Series of all time by a landslide. They have 27. Okay. Who is number two? on that list who is number two on that list as a hint they have 11 world series titles 11 world series titles i repeat let's go in a quick little three two one and go Matt has the L.A. Dodgers. Cam has the L.A. Dodgers. Shane has the L.A. Dodgers. And Liam has the Red Sox. He added a question mark. Um, the score will remain the same. The correct answer with 11 World Series titles is the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh. Shocker to me. Until like, until like 2012 when, when the Red Sox won, they hadn't won since like 1908. That's how I knew. Like, no, wasn't that the Cubs? No, the Cubs was uh, like 1950-something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or 40-something. All right. Entering the last question. Cam and Liam have unfortunately been eliminated. What the fuck? But I encourage you to, to continue answering these questions. Uh, Matt has six, and Shane, coming for his tail, has five. Do I not also question. have five? 
No, you have four. Oh, I didn't get that one right. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Fuck. All right. So, taking into consideration the big four sports leagues, NHL, MLB, NBA, and NFL, which state has the most pro sports teams? Which state has the most pro sports teams out of the NBA, NHL, NFL, and MLB? This one's easy. Like we'll very... give her a good lift in three, Hang two, on, I'm one. Wrong. I'm wrong. Lift them. Oh, yes. Let's go. Boys have California except Cam, who has Florida. The correct answer 16 professional sports teams. California. Give me my crown, baby. Are you Fair kidding enough. me? We have a winner, Matthew Campbell. Oh, my God. I'm hot. Congratulations. I'm hot. I can't miss right now. Congratulations. That was another edition of Nothing But Controversy Trivia. I hope you guys liked me switching it up a little. Um, the questions might have been too easy, to be honest. Um, but Shane, uh, I, I just need to get your thoughts here. You look absolutely devastated. Uh, what's going through your mind right now? I'm in his head. Last is what's question, going I knew mind. Matt had it. I knew Matt had it even as soon as you said it. It was too easy, the last question. I started off slow. That, that second question really uh, broke my brain. So, it wasn't an easy question because I came very close to writing New York. No, but that, that second question, uh, it's on me. That loss is on me. The second question broke my brain, and uh, I'll be back next week. Hey, we love to hear it. To all Shane, those you're who an are, uh, warrior. Yeah, but to all those who are a team Shaner, um, don't listen to him. That loss is on me because I'm the Matt. I'm the one who won this tournament. I've had enough of this. I've had enough of Shaner being the guy. Because I, I he guy. hasn't Count won in records. so long. Count the records, I'm still the guy. Count he, the records. He hasn't won. You're, back, you're in the past. Go back all 30. You're in the past, buddy. You're Matt, in the you've past. won twice in the last three weeks, but Shane won like yeah, every Matt, other no, week No, no, that. it's not just me. Hey, Matt, hey, Matt, just hey, Matt. Me. Your, your favorite video on the internet is you're not that guy, and you're not that guy. <laughs> well, guess what? Right now, I am that guy. And this is proof right here on Dawson's scoreboard. So get out of my face, and let's go with the top five. All right? Let's go. It's like Patrick Mahomes coming after Tom Brady, fuck. <laughs> Except Tom Brady just won. Shane hasn't won in like a week. Uh, not a week, a month. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, roll it. Fucking top five. Let's go. Two weeks ago, we did childhood drinks. Last week, we did childhood lunchbox snacks. Are we going back to school, Matt? We're going right back to school. Ooh, We're going to do childhood schoolyard slash gym class. All right. <laughs> okay. okay. So, I would like to give one honorable mention to a game that we used to call British Bulldog, where you're basically, you put one guy in the middle and you run across, you know, and yeah, like the person in the middle, if you get touched, then you go in the middle and then it's like last man standing kind of, that, that was so electric. Shout out to the kid oh. on our mosquito team who broke his arm while yeah. we played that game. Oh man. Remember that. Or his leg. We used to, oh, we yeah, used to play that like tackle. Well, we used to yeah. play like tackle like well, when we played like when we did that. Weeks before the season started. 
our interim head coach decided that would be a good idea. And a kid, I, he was actually our starting center. So I was down a man, was not happy. Kid left the field with a broken arm because of British Bulldog. So, damn. Number yeah. five. Number five is like the simplest thing on the planet. But at my, my high school was known for having like six soccer fields. Like we had like six. And every recess and lunch, it was like, it was nuts how many people would be on that soccer field playing soccer. It was like every soccer field was like designated for a grade. So like every grade would have their own soccer field and just play first. It was madness. So number five is soccer. Okay. Number four, we wouldn't get to play it all that much, but we, we'd find some times like in the snow to play it and stuff, tackle football, man, playing in, Playing in like at school tackle football was just ridiculous because first of all we were all football players so we all dominated like so <laughs> much better than everyone like like so much better it wasn't even close also like everyone's wearing like puffy jackets so, like you get smoked you don't you don't it doesn't hurt like you're getting tackled into snow bro yeah you're getting tackled into snow you know it's just the most fun thing ever number three this was a big my again another elementary school thing champ mm. you guys know what that is like oh, forty two. Oh, that was such a that's, big That's game. high on my list. Dude, that yeah, was such too. a fun game. Uh, number two, uh, maybe this is just me. I don't know if you guys are going to like this one, but soccer, baseball, man. Oh, that game was mm. so electric. Oh, it was so fun. And I was a soccer guy too, so I would dominate that, that one too. Like, it was ridiculous. I mean, we all, we're all pretty much like the most athletic guys at our elementary schools and stuff, so we were all already dominating and stuff. But like, number one, I'm sure it's going to be on a lot of lists here, but dodgeball. Like, like, come on, man. You get into gym class and, you, and your coach or whatever, your teacher says, yeah, we're playing dodgeball today. Everyone was fired up. Like, yeah, yeah like we were hyped up and man, seeing, see, like launching balls. You're literally, get, you're literally getting told to throw shit at people. Like, like that's what it was, man. It was so yeah. fun. That's my list. You go after the girl you like, you protect her, you or you whip her in the face. <laughs> her like dominant. Fuck yeah, baby, loved it. Um, I, I, I'm seeing my number five, and I want it to be higher, but, ugh, I can't. Number five, the best, like, sc- the best like schoolyard game, because all these other ones might be, uh, gym class games, but the best schoolyard game, Sandman. Sandman was fucking <laughs> classic. Yeah. classic. <laughs> oh my god! Fun story. Um, I was playing Sandman once, and I was you know those like string bridges kind of thing. There was like a, a string down the middle, and then there was like they're dangerous. Here. Those things are dangerous. What? Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you why it was dangerous. I'm taking a step. I'm running. My foot slips. Literally, my legs. The bar. Boom. <laughs> Matt, Matt, what were you just saying about us being the most athletic kids in elementary school? Uh, First of all, I was fat. So, like, I already was at a disadvantage. But I was definitely top top five most athletic kids. Number four, like, Matt, soccer, baseball. Can't say enough. It was was just sick. Um, Number three, dodgeball. But, like, free-roaming dodgeball. I didn't like the two sides. Really? Like where you could like oh what Chinese dodgeball? That's what we yeah. called it. Yeah, I think it's, that might be. I don't know if you can say that anymore, but. I'm not. I'm not saying it. No, it's, it's 100% what that's, that's I called it. Called, it called, but like yeah. my yeah. my gym teacher called it that, so yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah, 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 no, 100%. Yeah, it was created super there. Super questionable, Dawson. 
two-sided no. dodgeball was so electric. Oh, yeah. But you caught the ball. Your guy came in. It was all Max, hype, bro. Like, are you Max, kidding me? You're right. You're right. Dude. Fuck. You're <laughs> right. Um, number two, British Bulldog, was so fun. Not even the tackle version. Just the tag version was so fun. Um, and then number one, I hate it now. I hate playing it now because I'm so fucking bad at it. But soccer at lunch was the most competitive thing ever. Ever, ever, ever. There was nothing, nothing like the feeling of hearing that first bell ring and saying, all right, next goal wins. Next goal wins was one of the most fucking intense things ever. First of all, bullshit rule. If you're Bro, down, you can be down by game, 10, you score that next goal, you win. <laughs> you, you lost, buddy. Um, one thing, I want to give a few special shout outs, though. Special shout out to. You guys ever play Omnican ball? The huge fucking ball? Yeah. I hated oh, that. I hated that. That was mad fun. Yeah, kind of yeah that was so fun. Mad fun. Okay, and shout out to – it wasn't even like – it was just a gym class activity, but you know the huge, like, carpet thing that you throw in the air and then everyone sits underneath it kind of thing? Like the huge oh, the parachute. Yeah. parachute. Yeah, the parachute yeah. thing. That was sick, too. Anyways, yeah. That's my list. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear some of yours, and I'm going to want to change them immediately. All right. Well, uh, number five, I have one that has not been mentioned yet. This was a, a game that was – anyways, I'm just going to start by calling it Red Ass or Butts Up. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's I, did not for, I didn't forget that one. I had to put this game on the list because we used to always get – like, we weren't allowed to play, but no. we always played. Because we went to the same elementary and, school. I remember that. Right. Yeah. And we, we weren't allowed to play this game, but we found a way to do it all the time. <sighs> And uh, great memories, great memories. Uh, number four, classic dodgeball. Uh, number three, I put champ. Love that game as well. That was just a great time. And such a like, good original game, you know? Like, it's, it's cool. Anyways, number two, soccer. Dude, it can't be beat. It's the most played game in the world. And there's a reason why. Number two. And at number one, uh, I went with touch football. But I didn't, I didn't think of the time when you play in the snow and stuff because I would have put tackle football. But, dude, football in general, man. What a time. It's our favorite sport, I think, all of us to play. And, you know, it's just a great game. So, number one, there the it is. The thing about champ, like you were saying, like it's like a very, like, original game. Like, like bro, when you were the champ, it was your rules. Like, yeah. Man, and you made the rules, man. So, you like, when, yeah. you, when you went to champ, you stayed champ because you made the rules how you wanted them to yeah. be. I feel yeah, like it oh, started yeah. with like four rules at my school, and then by the end of the year, there was like thirty different rules, <laughs> like all completely made up names. And yeah. like, anyway, <laughs> what a game! Yeah, and number oh, five, cherry I, bombs. That's what we used to call them, cherry bombs. Yeah, oh, there was yeah. that. Anyways, there was all kinds of dumb shit. But and number five, Liam. At our school, we called it bingo um, with the tennis. But yeah, red ass. Okay. We, we did we did that bingo. after hours when there weren't as many like supervisors yeah. and people watching us. But that game, that you talk about, oh yeah, that's but you know, I was lucky. To, I, I'm blessed to have the arm that I did, especially in elementary school, because like, like kids were scared of me a bit. I was, I was a little, I was, I was, I was a killer. But okay, so at four, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was bad. I, yeah. I, I heard Cam was a killer in grade six, bro. Very, <laughs> bro. Hey man, don't come to school tomorrow. <laughs> we're gonna play red ass. No, but that's what it was, though, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yo, very good YouTube idea. Nothing but controversy plays old schoolyard games. We should. We go, like, we go to a playground, 
We play champ. We play knockout. We play fucking oh. all this shit. Dude. Oh my god, that would be so fun. It's basketball week at my freaking camp, and all they do when there's nothing to do is play knockout. Yeah, I've probably played like 60 games of knockout, and it's Tuesday. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, what else, Cam? Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm kind of lost here. F4, soccer, fire. One thing that hasn't been brought up is when the game gets a little too intense and kids start picking the ball up with their hands. And just <laughs> oh, yeah. The length of the field and each other, yeah. Larry turns into rugby at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was fun. At three, I also have champ. Um, yeah, that, that was just a w- really weird game. And I don't know game. if I would enjoy it as much now, but when I was 10, like. I feel like crazy. we're too competitive to play that game right now. You're yeah. like, oh, you're making up the rules. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like. Ever since I got older, I've gotten way less competitive, like, at anything I play. Like, I used to be the most competitive kid. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm like, really – it's bad how competitive I am. Like, I get cheese. You won't see it, oh, but I'm, I'm, I get oh, fucking no. cheese. I'll vocalize my – Hey, cheese. boys, I literally want to go play butts up or red ass or bingo right now. Like – oh Just beware. Beware. And <laughs> <laughs> number two, another game that I was dangerous at, dodgeball. Oh, yeah. Lethal. Oh, yeah. You know those so you guys know there's like those foam balls? Yeah. But you know the plastic ones that make Oh yeah. The rubber ones. Oh, the rubber ones. oh yeah, rubber yeah. Ones. Rubber. Yeah. Those like the red were... rubber ones? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those mm-hmm. were like leave the mark on your face. Mm-hmm. Like that was yeah. bad. Uh yeah. Dodgeball brings the sound. It made a sound it made a distinct sound. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Also, whoever made the rule that if you hit someone in the head, you're out. Probably yeah. sucked at dodgeball and is a bitch. We, yeah, that was my first first. week at camp this week, uh, this this year. My first week at camp, it was like raining Wednesday. We just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna play, we're gonna play dodgeball." And it was like coaches against kids. It was like seventy kids and like six coaches. And we're like, "Oh yeah!" And by the way, headshots count. We're yeah. launching balls at kids' heads. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah! Worst rule ever. I agree. Probably a safe rule, but <laughs> it is definitely a safe rule. Yeah. Yeah. For school, I guess it's safe. Especially for Shaner. <laughs> yeah. And number one, just like LBS at football. Um, when I was in elementary school, we had a pretty cool uh, principal. Everyone knows him. Um, so I won't name drop, but he organized us a tackle football tournament. So twice a week, we had like four or six teams. I don't remember, but twice a week, we would play these games and then. Eventually, there was playoffs and, like, a final. And it was tackle, supervised by him. There was a few football players at our school, so it got it got pretty intense. But, yeah, super fun. But most of the time, it was touch. But with him, we went full out. Before, before we move on, I just want to say, like, my list was purely based off of, like, like elementary school. Because in high school, there was one sport that, like, dominated all, and it was intramural ball hockey. And it was just the most really? – the uh, most absolute yeah. most like electric like thing you could like dude it would go on for like two months and i think i had a squad like lbs was a part of, we had a squad of like 10 guys who like ran that shit from like great from from sec one to sec five it was nuts like i absolutely like ball hockey was this like was the sport to play like in back in high school hmm. it was nuts. it just sucks they always have the non-curved sticks and shit like and then you curve them and get us, in us, We brought our own sticks. We brought our own sticks. It was that serious. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, for me, at five, 
like like Matt said, I went all off of elementary school because in high school it was kind of like we didn't really have time. Dawson knows we didn't really have time to do this shit. But uh, I went to soccer, baseball in and at five because there is no better feeling as like a young, super young, cocky athlete than oh shit, he's batting next. Back up. Back up. There was yeah, no, yeah. there was nothing better than hearing. Oh my that. god. Yeah. Best feeling in the world. Oh my yeah. god! You're you're sitting there. You're a lot. Every, your whole team is like, yo, your last batter to bring us all home. And then yeah. they're like, yo, back Fuck yeah. Up. And then you get fucking on cheeky the on them and you bunt it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then at four, dodgeball. Uh, I was always one of those because my mom has to go to work early, so I was always one of those like daycare morning kids, and I would just pick off who I wanted. And like Dawson said, you're hiding your crutch in the back, like trying to put your cat. You're catching everything, bro. You're you're the nastiest dodgeball okay. player in the world. Um, three Sandman, bro. Oh. Recess when you only have like 15 minutes and you can't play like those sports games. Sandman was the go-to. And if if you start off as Sandman, you were basically the bitch of the school. Like we we chose the kid that we knew would never catch us. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Um, he spent this whole recess with his fucking eyes. Literally. Bro, like, <laughs> like, now looking back at it, like, we used to bully yeah. Fuck yeah. Bro, like, oh, yeah. Be, like, right up, like we had, like, a high jungle gym, and we would stand over and be like, hey, you're not catching us. And, like, the kid would, like, we had sometimes the kid would leave in, like, tears. Like, it was bad. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And uh, at lunch, was, you I, say we're playing – wait, at lunch, you say we're playing again, and then you guys go play football while he's just yeah, in the sand. Yeah, <laughs> at two – in elementary school, we played hockey a lot, but like it was floor hockey, but it was with like that, like it wasn't with a ball. It was like a, with like a puck that was kind of like like rub, not rubber, but it was like foam or some shit. Yeah, I know. It's but, but you could lift that shit and go top shelf whenever you wanted. Like that shit flew. Like there was times I was shooting from like half and I was ripping top shelf. So I think it was just like a kind of thing that I was just good at it. So that's why it's on my list. At one. I'm, I'm naming football because it always started out as touch football and then ended up at tackle football. Yeah. I was putting up, like, Hall of Fame stats. <laughs> I would have, like, four picks, like, five touchdowns. Like, I was disgusting because no one at my school – like, you guys all went to school with, like, kind of guys we grew up with playing football. I didn't. I went to a school where it was, like, no football players. So, it was, like, okay, every player just throw the ball to Shane. Or, like, every player Shane's going to jump this route. Like, I was – I was, like – the best player that school has ever seen. So football was number one, just based on because I just picked on kids. Yeah, you know what? The, the biggest flex that you could have in in like elementary school was being a part of like that one like group of like athletes that would be like, yeah. okay, us four take on. You know what I'm talking about? It was like about? twenty yeah. other kids. Yeah. <laughs> So like, like, yeah, yeah. There'd be like twenty kids on the other side. You're four, and you're still like beating them like seven to nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> like just being a part of that squad was 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 the flex. But yeah, man. oh man, man, I want to go back to that that age. Boys, I, I swear that would make a banger YouTube video. Yeah. It would. I, I love that. Penny Alexiak, <laughs> you're welcome to join us. Penny Alexiak, if you want to play knockout <laughs> with us, you're more than welcome. <laughs> okay. Weird invite. But yeah, anyways, that was our top five schoolyard gym class activities. Schoolyard slash gym class activities. Uh, we're going to move on to our lock of the week in terms of betting. Listen, 
I know, uh, I know we're all supposed to come up with one, but I, I wanted to propose something for the first time ever. I wanted to propose an idea that we all go in on one together. I'm listening. Since it's been so long, I want us all to have our lock of the week. You'll say Al's money. Al's money line. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Let's go. Lock it in. I'll lock that's it in mine, with yeah. you right lock now. That, that's a heavy lock. That, that was mine. Boys. I, I was already mine. Kind of rode with that one, but yeah. yeah Take it I'm from not... me and the NBC boys. The Montreal Alouettes are winning against oh, the yeah. Edmonton Elks. They're dropping 40 also. All right. So lock it in. That's how we're going to end episode 35. Dang. I just want to say, also, I'm going to add my lock, which is also no. William Stanback is going over 100 yards. Love it. All right. Like Put it. that in Love there, it. too. All right? But, yeah, Al's money line. Lock it in. That does it for episode 35. If you haven't done so already. Oh, premature oh, shame. Oh, oh, he's already kissing. Ah! He's already kissing. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways. I'll give you a second one after. So, yeah, if you've made it this far, exit this video. Give us a like. Subscribe. Share, go follow us on all our social media platforms, and Shayna will give you a second kiss right now. Here we